Welcome to YA at Heart. We would like to say it's probably the day after Mother's Day. So happy belated Mother's Day. Yes, happy right? belated Mother's Day to all the mommies and the grandmommies. Like to read. And, you know, everybody else that has babies or babies. Whether they fur babies or real babies. Exactly, exactly. But yes, I hope you guys had an amazing Mother's Day and got to spend it with your loved ones and are ready now to dish about a quart of wings. Our Lady and- of the Night Court! Our Lady of the Night! Oh no, that's super Damn, high. I really bitch, apologize for that. Finish the but Our Lady title? of the Night Court! I can't. This won't even let me read the title. I'm so excited! Our Lady of the Night Court! Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to hold you. The beginning of this book, the first 13 chapters, I'm like, okay. Yes. Yes. I think I told you, like, I think I texted you the first couple chapters I was reading Mm -hmm. while she was in the spring court. I texted you and I was like, okay, so we got sassy, feisty favorite back. I was like, yes. (laughs) When she said that line at the end of A Court of Mr. Fury, where it was like, Tamlin did not realize he was leading the lady of the night court into the heart of his territory or whatever. It was true because these, these couple chapters, I was like, this bitch is scheming. Raw, literally, literally like chapter one and chapter two. And we'll get into it. Do you wait before we get into it? Uh-huh. Do you want to talk about the pre the prologue or the, um, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. prologue. Yeah. Sorry. So before we get into it, the goddamn prologue, it was from Reese's point of view. And it said two years prior to the wall going up. So he was on the battlefield and he was pretty much like, we've been fighting for three days nonstop. And the field is full of bodies, full of like Illyrian soldiers and human soldiers, full of like hybrid soldiers. And the whole time, I found it very interesting. He was going through the dead Illyrian warriors to see if any of them were Cassian. And I was like, is this foreshadowing? I really hope not, but I think he mentioned it before in a, a court of mist and fury when he was like talking to Feyre. His father had separated him, Cass, and Az on purpose. And when they were in, yeah, when they were in the war, every time all three of them, every time names were called of the dead, they would like wait and listen to hear if they heard their brother's name. And like this is, I think this is just the point of view of Reese basically like also showing. Not only was he listening for their names, but when he was out on the battlefield, he was also looking for them. But my thing is, like, it's interesting that you would put that as a prologue to this story. Right. And not just, like, right. casually bring it up when he's talking to Favor or something like that. So that's why I'm like, okay, this has to be some type of, really like, foreshadowing. Not. I really hope not. Because I, I want to read Cass's love story with Nesta. I want to read the I'm, I'm calling it right now. So... Then we get into chapter uh, one and two, which kind of like blend together a little bit. I feel like they did. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they blended together. We're basically in Favor's point of view. She's back at the spring court. She is trying so hard to hold in her temper and not slaughter everybody and play the part. Especially Nate. Yes! She's been dying oh to get God. into a room. You mean a snake? This bitch. A snake. A st- That's her goddamn name. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. <laughs> she been trying to get into a room with this chick, and this chick has like prolonged her her um entr- like her entrance mm-hmm. almost in a way. 
Right. She tried to come in there and have a civil talk with Feyre. Like, I'm so sorry. I never meant for any of this to happen. I did it because you wanted to be closer to your sisters. Do you really believe that I'm going to swallow that bullshit? Gaslighting, though. Like, sitting there and telling me, oh, yes, I gave the information to Hiram, but it was your fault because you told me all this information and you seemed to be so down and it sounded like to me that you wanted your sisters to be high fed <laughs> right you, right then and there are you like kidding <laughs> like arrows to the like, heart are you kidding oh my god I, I don't like her at all and i see why other people don't like her either i will say though like one of the things that i thought was really funny mm-hmm throughout all of these chapters, not just the first and second chapter, was we said at the end of A Court of Mist and Fury that Lucian was side-eyeing the shit out of Feyre because she was laying it on thick. Yes! He is still <laughs> side-eyeing the shit out of Feyre. Because Lucian, like, listen, Lucian knows what's up. Tamlin is fucking oblivious. And Nath isn't oh worried. And Nath isn't really worried about her because she's like, oh, it's just Feyre. Like, she yeah. still thinks that she's the broken person that left. Like, no, girl. So the Hybron forces arrive in the spring court, and they pretty much have to welcome Jermaine. And Jermaine brings with him the niece and nephew of Big Daddy Kane, who Can are- Can we call them Cersei and Jamie Bruh? from Lannister? I was going to call I them just... the incest twins. Yes! Yes! <laughs> the, moment, the moment I got to this chapter and I'm reading about these twins, I was like- so this is Cersei and Jamie. And yes. I immediately texted Morgan and I was like, yo, we got we got a Cersei Jamie type of relationship happening between characters. I was like, this is just mm. Yes. Like mm-hmm. Tamlin was like, oh, we prepared rooms for all of you. And they were like, we will room together. I was like, huh? <laughs> the moment they said that, Nasty. I was like, y'all are our brother and sister. Grown ass. Ew. No thank you. No fucking thank you. Yeah, it was it was disgusting. I didn't like it. And later that night at dinner. Of course, they're all... Jermaine's acting like an asshole because he's an asshole. But it was interesting because we find out that the twins are also... uh, What did we call it? Dematai? Demati? Yeah. Dematai? Yeah, yeah, I think we said Demantai. Yeah, Yeah. so they also have those capabilities where they can, like, get into people's minds. So Feyre is, like, trying to shield her mind and Tamlin's mind and even the stupid-ass Nate's mind. And she, like, realizes as well while she's doing this that she's getting these really bad headaches and that shouldn't yeah. be happening. But yeah, I, when we get there, when we get there, bitch, <laughs> when we get no, there. No, but like another thing, it, Jermaine is poking at people. Jermaine is, is poking at people. Like, now, all right, for instance, so he, he pokes at Lucian mm-hmm. about the mating bond and the fact that Elaine and Nesta are with um, Reese and, and the inner circle and the night court, right? And he's immediately like, Lucia's like, don't you think about her, blah, blah, whatever. And Jurian's like, well, I'm sure she's got fucked by half of the other. I'm like, oh, excuse me. We're at dinner. Favor shut him down so quick. She's like, oh, all this talk from somebody who couldn't even keep his supposed love of his life. Let's not go there. If you really want to go there, we can go there. Go there, right. (laughs) We can go there because... It was the best type of shade. Right, best type of right. Shade. He was pissed, bro. He was pissed. I loved it. It was good. Yeah. And that's uh, pretty much it that I had for like chapter two, because like we said, there wasn't a whole lot that happened. They blended in together mm-hmm. and it, it, it was establishing that Feyre is 
a spy for the night court. She is. We thought the bond was broken by uh, King Hybern, but it turns out it might have just been weakened. And so she's still actually talking to Reese yeah. down the bond. And Reese is talking to her. It's just not as strong as it used to be. So it might have just been weakened a little bit. The issue that Feyre is having is the moment, because everybody thinks the reason she smells like Reese is because he, quote unquote, forced himself on her. Or he had been sexually assaulting her that entire time that she was at the night court. That's what everybody's thinking. That's what Tamlin wants to believe. But what Feyre does realize is she's like, what happens after I've been away for the night court for a couple of weeks and the smell isn't gone? Like his his scent on me isn't gone. And that's because of the mating bond. That's what she fears. And so she's only using it scarcely to like let him know what's happening, feed him information mm-hmm. the best that she can slowly but surely. Right. And then like get the fuck out of there. And that's basically what was established also between um, chapter one and chapter two is the, the bond wasn't broken the way we thought. It was just weakened and kind of hidden almost a little bit. Yeah. So she's still connected to Reese. It's just not as strong as it was before. Right. And chapter three, <laughs> Feyre, Lucian, and the Ying Yang twins go to the wall. <laughs> oh, can we call them the Ying Yang twins? I, I like that one. <laughs> yes. They go to the wall because they're trying to inspect the hole in it to see where they should strike with the cauldron. And Lucian, he hid the evidence from when Feyre left, was not kidnapped, left. That changes everything. This is a revelation. When he says that, I'm like, okay. So essentially, even Feyre says it, essentially, Tamlin didn't see the proof that she left of her own accord. No. What he saw led him to believe it was an abduction and not her leaving of her own free will. Thank you. Because that's where the problem lies. You're so busy coddling this grown ass man who knows exactly what he did wrong. So he's just like, Mm -hmm. oh, she would never leave me. She was taken. No, bitch, you fucked up. She left. She left because you were no longer safe to be around. You exactly. did not care about her feelings and what she was going through. So she left. I don't understand why everybody's trying to protect him from this truth. Like he did nothing wrong. It's also brought up later on when Alice also, like there's another chapter later on. Alice also mentions that she too did something that day mm-hmm. that led them, well, made it seem as if she was taken. She wasn't. Yeah, as if she was, she didn't just walk out of her own free will, that she was taken, she was abducted. And like, even Feyre at this point, she says something that I was like, oh my God, this right here, this right here sums it up. When we get there, I'm gonna, it's it's worth like repeating because like you just said, everybody's coddling this man, this high Lord, making him believe he didn't do anything wrong. And of course she wouldn't have left. She loved him. Why would she leave type of thing? I don't know. And it's like. Because he's an asshole. Because he doesn't know how to control his goddamn temper. Do you want abusive? It's abusiveness for me. Because yes. the fact that you can't control the anger also reflects. Like when you can't control the anger, your magic like bombshells out. Yes. And then you basically hit her. If, she, if it wasn't for her own powers. She would have been hit by your powers. That's abuse. Yeah. But in this chapter, though, in this chapter, 
after her and Lucian talk, so another thing is, this also made me kind of sit and be like, okay, I know I said fuck Lucian, and Nath can have him, but there was like little things that he was like saying and doing that I was like, mm. <laughs> I was like, mm, okay. I'm still on the fuck Lucian train, but not the Anith no. can have him. No, I, I believe, yeah, Anith can't have him at this point. But what I'm saying is like, um, he admits that if he was alive during the war, then he would have fought on the same side as Reese and the humans. Mm. And I was like, that, that right there, okay. Then he also, like you said, he also mentioned like, we went to get you. So it wasn't just all Tamlin, like Lucian also felt like he needed to go save his friend. Even though he saw that she left of her own free will. Right. So I'm like, if you know that she left because she wanted to, then why are you trying to right. save her? Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> like... This is something that I will say. So what, what Feyre has been doing, and we take note of it in this chapter, is she's been slowly getting close to Lucian, physically, almost. Mm -hmm. So like, not that they... You know, not that they're having spicy time. No. no. But essentially what she's doing is every time uh, Juren is around or Anath, especially Anath or Tamlin, then she like grabs Lucian by the arm or, you know, she like touches his knee or it's some some type of touching. Because she's barely touching Tamlin at all. And he's Sex. like... <laughs> that man is he's having a dry spell he about to explode <laughs> combust he's about to combust he's gonna spontaneously combust everywhere <laughs> facts right so essentially she does this this time when her and lucian are talking and Jurin takes notice of it and he's like, oh, careful, Lucian. Like, you know what happens if somebody, you know, touches the High Lord's pet and stuff like that. And I was just like, huh. Where okay. your girl at again? Right. Wait. You want to tell Miriam? me where she went? Oh, right. She left you. <laughs> she left you. <laughs> Shots fired. We can go tip for tat yeah. up in this bitch. We move on into the chapters. They make it back from the wall after they inspect it. Mm -hmm. This is also one of those times where Anath is present and Lucian is present. And Feyre takes it upon herself to, like, touch Lucian. And Anath is, like, sizzling with anger. Like, she's just so upset about it. Because if you guys remember, when we first introduced Anath, it's well known that she has a crush on Lucian. Yeah, she's trying some to type check of up something. on it, push up on it, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Lucian is like, I don't want any of that cook, uh, cookie. I don't want any of that, you know, kitty. Everybody has had that kitty type of thing. It's not, it, no. <laughs> Everybody um, puts their mouth so, on this water fountain. I, I'm going to get my own water bottle. <laughs> water fountain! Also, I had, I wrote down, I have a new name for a Nath. What is it? It's a Nath the Slithering Skank. Ooh, I like that you one. You like that one? I like that okay, one. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta work on my S's. So, <laughs> oh, we also, we also find out in this chapter right here, Tamlin didn't do the right. He made Lucian do it. So what happened was him and Feyre are talking and Lucian admits that Tamlin wasn't in the right state of mind to do the Callan, what is it? Callan, Callan May? Calamay. Calamay. Yeah, Calamay. And then wanted, yeah, and wanted Tamlin to like push up in it. But he was like, yeah, no. 
Which, um, that was my theory. I thought he was. I thought he was going to do it. Yeah, I know. That's why I wanted to bring it up because you had mentioned, like, you were like, I guarantee you he's he's screwing around with the Nath, blah, blah, blah. It turns out Tamlin refuses to do it this time. And, of course, Feyre is, like, counting back the days. And she's like, well, wait, how, what, how many days was this? And then she's like, oh, shit. That was the same day that I was up in the cabin getting freaky Nikki with... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> freaky Nikki with Reese. <laughs> Where they blessed the lands of the Night Court. They blessed the lands of the Night Court. Um, but then Lucian admits he was like, Tamlin wasn't... He did, he refused to do it, so I did it. And Anath was insistent that she be the fairy. So it wasn't like Lucian went around and he found a maiden. It was that Anath was like, no, 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 I'm the maiden. Me, pick me, 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 me. I, I volunteer as tribute. That's basically what she said. She's like, I volunteer as tribute. And like... Unfortunately, <laughs> Lucian was like, I had to do it. So he's like, so we uh. went to the cave and I did my duty. Lucian is legit looking at it like he, he's disconnected himself from the deed. He has. He's like, please don't tell Elaine. It meant nothing to me. Like It was his equivalent when he's when he said, I'm a mated man now. It was his equivalent of saying, I'm a married man. Yeah. I'm a married man. Don't, don't, please don't tell my future wife right. that I did this. Exactly. Like, he's embarrassed. And <laughs> my thing the, is, like, why didn't Tamlin. He's embarrassed. Why did Tamlin allow her to do that? That is your friend. Like, he's, and that's a good thing that Feyre is, uh, is doing too throughout all these chapters. She's planting these seeds to show people how not shit Tamlin is, how he will choose a Nate. He will choose a nace over all over of you anything. that he has known for years, for centuries. Mm -hmm. He will choose her. He will choose Hybron. He will not stand up for you like I will. I will. Yeah. That was the whole point. That was her campaign. That was her campaign My to run. My name is Favorite Cursebreaker, and I approve this message. <laughs> slogan <laughs> yeah that was pretty much her slogan but then that moves into chapter four summer solstice oh bitch this is so funny because <laughs> the nape has dragged everybody out of bed like we have to pray we have to give thanks has this whole goddamn thing planned where she's gonna lift her arms up and the sun will light in between her arms like she's this goddess <laughs> Favor slick move the uh, stone path that she was supposed to be standing on or like a marker. Over. Yeah. yeah. Like you're supposed to hit yeah. your mark. She moved the mark. So when the sun came up, it was shining on Favor, not a Nate. That bitch was sick. Oh. oh, but the, okay. So this whole thing was planned out by Favor. It was fucking hilarious. Now what she also did was she planned this whole ceremony out with the Nate so that all this will play out really well. So she gets a knife to get the Yin Yang twins up on the altar with her. Then to get Tamlin up on the altar with her. So the only people who are left in the crowd are her and Lucian. So the moment that the sun comes up and hits Feyre, Feyre unleashes her glowing ability. So she like lights up, right? Mm-hmm. They don't understand that these are, this is a part of her powers. Tamlin and Lucian haven't figured that out yet. Nobody has figured that out yet. So they, they immediately look and they're like, oh shit. Lucian immediately drops to his knees and he is swearing fealty. He's swearing his whole whatever to her. And so is everybody else. I was like, Lucian, are you in on this? Because he dropped straight down to his <laughs> knees like, like, I vow to protect <laughs> Yes. And then everybody else starts whispering. They're like, Feyre, curse breaker, Feyre this, Feyre that. And then Nath was just like, 
This was supposed to be my moment. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Oh my and god. And the yin yang twins are sitting there just kind of like yeah, can we go now? Can we go back to sleep? <laughs> Bruh, it was a whole fucking thing. That petty bitch got exactly what she deserved. But yeah, they spent that whole day celebrating the summer solstice. And Feyre was kind of like just remembering like how different things were a year ago. And yeah. she was just like, damn, a year ago on this day, I let Tamlin kiss me. A year ago on this day, I met my mate who actually saved me. Yes! And I was like, oh. And talking about her mate. She goes down the bond again and he answers back and they have kind of like a little bit of a um, conversation and he asks her, he's like, when do you come home to me? I when know. Like, when do you come home? <laughs> <laughs> Ugly cry. I was like, Tamara, go home. I was like, Tamara, you got enough information. Go home. It was, I was, I was, that, that had me in my feels. It definitely did. Unfortunately, after that, she asked Tamlin to dance with her. And I was just like, do we really have to? But she has to to keep up. Yes, she has to keep up the facade. Now, I will say in this chapter, I did feel bad only because Tamlin was lied to. I don't feel bad for Tamlin. I feel bad Mm -hmm. that he was lied to because if he would have realized that she actually left of her own accord, he probably still would have been an asshole trying to get her back. But he wouldn't have like believed so heavily like, she belongs to me. She is mine. I know Resan took her and all this other shit. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I, I don't understand, again, why people are having him believe that nothing is, is his fault. Like, he's not at fault for anything that he's done. No. And then, like, another thing, she brings up the right at Callum May. And he's like, he immediately is like, I couldn't stomach it. But you could stomach making a deal with Hybrin. Yeah, exactly. Like, you could, you could stomach serving up Perithian on a platter after everything you've just been through for the last 50 years, what I died for, you could stomach that. Okay. But you can't, you can't stomach adding another body to your body count. I like that. There. I was like, no sympathy, no sympathy. Yeah, no sympathy for him at all. I'm sorry. Uh, that moves into chapter five and Feyre leaves the festival early and has Lucian take her back to the, um, the manor and she fakes like she's having a nightmare. Okay, so this was explained, I think a couple chapters, well, this was explained probably first chapter, second chapter. So they had to move her room because her original room was shredded, which I personally felt like it was a symbolism to the fact being that like, that life is dead. Yeah. You as that person, you're gone. No more, you're That's no done. That person. Yeah. yeah. So then they end up switching her room and this time she's across the hall from Lucian. So if something were to happen, Lucian is like main point He'll hear it. He'll see it. He'll be the first one there. Right. Now, I don't know if that was something that Tamlin had made a point to do. or Probably. Or if that was insistent upon by Lucian, that maybe he felt guilty enough that he wasn't a good friend, that he probably told Tamlin, hey, stick her near my room. That way I'm first person in case something happens. You know what? I don't think it was either of those. I think it was Lucian being like, I know this bitch is going to try to leave and go see my mate and I'm not going to be the fuck left. That's what I know for damn sure. I'm not going to be out of this. We going together. You're not going to leave me. <laughs> it's always, it always circles back. It always circles back to my mate. That's what it always circles back Lucian to my mate. Lucian is like, I am on you like white on rice. Where you go, I go. When you move, I move, bitch. Oh, God. Oh, God. He's a whole thing. So she does fake a nightmare and then she goes over and knocks on his door and she's like trying to have him quote unquote console her. But she times it perfectly 
because she this bitch wants, knew she knew Tamla was gonna come to visit her in her room. One, she was like, "I'm not, I'm not having sex with him. That's a no. That's a uh, no." Secondly, <laughs> I want him to catch me hugging Lucian, and Lucian was Lucian. shirtless, shirtless. Mm-hmm. Lucian was shirtless. So I was like, like, "He's like, I." She was like, "I want him to catch me hugging Lucian, and then be like, what the hell is going on between the sheets of?" <laughs> And he did. He had the claws out. He was like, what is this? <laughs> what the fuck did I just stumble upon? And Favorite's like, oh, he was just consoling me. I had a bad dream. Good night. And shut the door in his face. This, okay. So this is, Feyre had done a lot of touching at the summer solstice party. Mm. And she had, or celebration. And she, the fact that she danced with Tamlin, the fact that she talked to him, the fact that she flirted with him. It it basically, it gave Tamlin the quote unquote signals mm-hmm. that she might have been ready to have spicy time afterwards. Now Feyre knew this, which is why <laughs> she faked the nightmare, had Lucian come out shirtless. This immediately dampened any type of shit Tamlin thought he was gonna get, and he immediately directed his anger towards Lucian. And then Feyre was like, "Okay, I'm okay now. Bye bye." Now like, that I did feel a, a little, a little bad about like Lucian getting the burnt end of it, but I'm like, oh uh, yeah, you you need to go through some hell too because you let a lot of shit slide by that could have been prevented. And then that moves into chapter six, where the next morning they're so tense, everybody's mad, Tamla's upset, <laughs> everybody's <Lucian's mad>. upset, <laughs> and Nathan's pissed. Like and Farrah's just eating like. <laughs> she's like i'm all right i'm good oh and also and nath comes in trying to cause a scene like oh my lord i think i should speak to you a little oh, i love i love when lucian just be like bitch talk straight right what? like no. nobody's leaving the table he's not coming to you like whatever you can say you can say here in front of all of us and she starts talking about um some type of what was it was it the attack or the keys going missing oh no she was talking about the land being infertile like oh, the land that's right. Was that was decaying. the first thing. And I was like, well, yeah, bitch, because Lucian did not want to have sex with you. So he probably cursed the lands. I would not be surprised. But what if that's what it was? I would not what be if surprised. That's what it was? <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> no. Um, but anywho, they're preparing to like go out or whatever. And Nath was saying something about giving Reese the wings back of his mother and his sister. So Nath was like, oh, well, perhaps if you give Rhysand the wings back, he'll buy them for a handsome price and some shit like that. Like trying to bait Feyre. I would have fucking, yo, I, um, I would have killed everybody in the room. Facts. Pew, pew, everybody did. Everybody been gonna it. die tonight. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. I was like, it. she had a lot of strength in that moment because I wouldn't have been able to do it. Not at all. Mm-mm. But ultimately, Tamlin, I think this says a lot though. Because Tamlin, in a very, like, low voice, he says he burned the wings. But he says it and looks down in a way of, like, almost being ashamed. You should be ashamed. You should be very ashamed of yourself. Yeah, I think he's ashamed that he had let that event happen. And I think he ultimately burned the wings because the wings were taken by his father as a prize. But I think for Tamlin, it was a reminder of... Honestly, a betrayal yeah. that he did to a, a close friend. Honestly, I don't have any sympathy for Tamlin. I don't. But this 
this definitely made it seem like he was ashamed of having the wings and he burned them. So. Yeah, I don't have any sympathy for him either. I wanted to feel something for him in that moment. Like, okay, at least you have some remorse. But I'm just like, you keep doing stupid shit. So I don't. I don't have any feelings towards you whatsoever. Now, favorite does, she says that she's going with everybody. Yeah, to find the second hole in the wall. Yeah, for the ride. So she does say she's going. Tamlin is like... He knows that he can't say no because then shit's going to pop off. Mm-hmm. So he's just kind of like, he looks at her and she's like, I'll be fine. But then he like kind of gives some type of like message to Lucian. I twitching and shit. He's like, don't you right. touch her. Right. I got a mate. I'm married. <laughs> no, to be honest though, think about that. Because to Tamlin, as he told Reese and Feyre, I don't care if she's mated. Whereas look at Lucian. Lucian didn't even know he was mated when he when he had fucked around with with Anaith. And now he's like remorseful. Granted, it wasn't his fault, but he's remorseful about it. And he's like, I'm I'm a mated man. Yeah. Like you could tell the difference of who treasures the mating bond more yeah. than other characters. Yeah. And it's not tambourine. That's for goddamn sure. Definitely. Oh, can we call him that? Tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> I got a list of names. Yeah, tambourine is a good one. Tambourine. Later that night when they go out to the wall and they're camping. Feyre and Lucian. Oh, Feyre. Yes, Feyre and Lucian share a tent together. And oh, but but Lucian was definitely Lucian was was he looked at her and he was like, Tamlin's not gonna like this. She was like, I don't give a damn. He a big ass crybaby and what? She, she literally She definitely that. did. She said, she said, and I quote, he could also be a pain in my ass. Right. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh. There was an interesting thing in here as well. Basically, Lucian was like, I tried to beg him for mercy. He didn't listen. He couldn't listen. He wouldn't listen. And then he says um, on page 57, which I found really interesting. He says, we were backed into a corner with no options. None. It was either go to war with the night court and Hybron or ally with Hybron. Let them stir up some trouble and then use that alliance to our own advantage further down the road. And I was like, one, Lucian, you always let some shit slip that you don't mean to. Two, what does that mean? Use it to your advantage down the road. Like, what are what are you planning? Or what was Tamlin planning? Okay, so I think to me what that sounded like, they wanted to use... Okay, so like he said, they had two options. Yeah. Go to war with both the Night Court and Hybron. Or ally with Hybron, go to war with the Night Court. Ah, okay. You've allied with an enemy. That's what it sounds like to me from what Lucian is saying. You've allied with an enemy to defeat one of your other enemies. Once you do that, I think Tamlin was planning to turn on Hybron to then try to defeat Hybron. Because if you think about it, if I'm allied with you, then you're telling me certain things that you wouldn't have normally said anything before. So he might have been able to figure out a way to like maybe kill Hybron or to defeat the forces, push them back, something. That's what it sounded like to me. Hmm. Or here's another option use them later on down the line. Maybe he wanted to rule over more land. That's what I was thinking. You know how um, ambidextrant was ruling over all of Perithian. She tricked all of the lords oh, yeah, into, yeah. you know, shit like that and held her court under the mountain. I was like, okay, is that now going to become Tamlin's job? Um, and then in the morning, <sighs> the goddamn Wonder Twins, Princess Banana and uh, what was his name? Princess Prince Dragon. Banana. <laughs> I'm not saying her. I don't know how to say her fucking name. Princess Banana. Is it, is it Brianna? 
I is it Brianna? Is that how you know, say it? Girl. It's just spelled different. Banana. Maybe? B A N A S. Alright, Princess Banana and Prince Dragon give Feyre like dirty. Oh no, it wasn't Prince Dragon as well. It was just Princess Banana. She gives her a dirty snide remark, like, "Oh yeah, I'd go for one of the people of the Autumn Court too, because you know they're so spicy." Oh, so apparently the men of the Autumn Court uh, have quote unquote fire in their blood, and they have spicy time like it too. First of all, ew. ew. Just ew. Secondly, you let your brother smash. So I don't need no advice from you, bro. Thanks. I'm good. Yo. I'm good. Oh I'm good. I'm so good. Please. Jamie and Cersei Please. all the way. But yeah, so she says that and then immediately Feyre, her, her mind looks over at Lucian and Lucian's like, what? She's and she's like, like, I really hope that that's not unleashed on Elaine. <laughs> oh, God. Like, oh, my God. He's like, you know what it will be. She's my mate. My mate. Oh, God. I'm a mated man. A mated man. That needs to be on a shirt. You know what a we're going to... Bitch, bitch, mated we're making man. shirts. We're making shirts, okay? We are making the goddamn shirts. <laughs> a mated man. Uh, also, at the end of the chapter, the children of the blessed, who I thought we were only going to see one fucking time, appear again. They're back. They're back. That leads straight into chapter seven, where, of course, the goddamn Ying Yang twins are like, yes, yes, crossover. Evil as shit. They're like looking at them and they're like, bet. It's almost as if they were drooling, salivating. Mm. They were like, all right, so I'm going to take that one and I'm going to take that one and you want that one. And we'll just bet. And I'm like, and I was like, right. I was like, and that the faces that we just had are the faces that Feyre and Lucian had. They were like, oh, Right, so Favor had to work her magic to get in their minds, but like, get the fuck out of here and don't ever come back. And of course, the you know the incest twins are mad at her for doing that. But I was just like, she saved their lives. And um, banana, whatever. Mm-hmm. She basically is like, she says something to Favor, and then Favor is like, if you pursue them, then you and I will have a problem. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my girl is threatening people now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, Feyre. Okay. She's the fucking High like, Lady of the Night Court. Why not? That's what I was about to say. I was Why like, not? High Lady of the Night Court got a spine. She was like, mm. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. Right. I was like, I love that moment. Loved that moment. On page 62 as well, later in the night, her and Jurian are sitting across from each other at the bonfire. And he pretty much tells her, you know, thank you doing that and i was like oh i'm sorry do we have a so little there humility is, there is here? a soul there's some soul in there are you there there's there's some humanity left exactly What's going on? i was like wow okay maybe later down the line he'll have a change of heart i doubt it but it's nice to see a different slither of a side of him yeah 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 so i thought i mean the thing is we also have to remember Jiren isn't high fey Jiren is human right he was human when Amarantha took him, tortured him, and then placed his finger in his, his eye and stuff. So I'm sure seeing the children, he's like, oh shit, like my people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Granted, I'm sure it, it, I hope that that awakened the humanity in him that has been dormant because of what Amarantha did. I would hope so too, especially because at the end of the chapter, the next morning, Feyre and Lucian wake up to the mutilated bodies of those children of the blessed. So the twins went out there, rounded them up, and then brought them back across the wall. And 
pretty much slaughtered them, slaughtered them, did slaughtered whatever them. they wanted to do, and then slaughtered them and left their mutilated bodies at camp yeah. for favorite and Lucian to see, like as a message. And so at the end of the chapter, you know, Jurian's really upset about that, but he's not like saying much. And Feyre is like, okay, Lucian, we need to send them a message back. <laughs> this right here, though, this made me sit and be like, okay, Lucian, I see you. Because you could have easily, you could have easily been like, no, Feyre, like, we really can't. Like, right. we really can't do it. And all it took for her was like, no, Lucian, we need to get them back. And you was like, bet, I don't like them either. Let's right, go. Like, right. He's like, like, fuck them. <laughs> So that leads into chapter eight, where Tamlin is pretty much trying. He's yelling at both of them, like, are you fucking serious? They're supposed to be our allies. You two are behaving like children. And I was like, oh, shit, what did they do? Turns out they led the bogey, the bogey back to camp. They let, yes. And unleashed it on the goddamn incest twins. And these bitches were bitching. They were. Bitching. Oh, my God. She said they were shook for hours afterwards. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn. I'm like, good. It serves you right. It serves you right. So now you know you're not just going to walk all over us. And after Lucian is dismissed from the room, Tamlin and Feyre are talking. And she's pretty much telling him, like, if we let them walk all over us, what else are they going to do? You know what I mean? Like, we have to show a unified front but we also need to show that we have strength and stability or whatever. And that is the point where she starts really digging into Tamlin, like telling him about himself. So Lucian, he's standing behind the door because I realize this now. Lucian has realized Tamlin can't control certain things. Like he can't control his powers. He can't control his anger, whatever. And I realize this. Lucian doesn't want what happened the first time around with Feyre to happen the second time around. So yeah. now he's actually keeping a close eye on Feyre and Tamlin. So like he can the jump in. The sentries are as well. They're kind of listening behind the door. Yeah, so he can jump in whenever it's whenever he feels like it's needed. And ultimately, that's what ends up happening in chapter eight. Like Tamlin immediately fucking explodes. So he immediately explodes out of anger, lets his powers unleash. And Feyre this time plays it smart. She's like, I'm not going to put a, a force field up to save me. She actually lets his powers hit her, fly her back, and she lets, I think something hits her in the face and cuts her. And Lucian immediately runs in. And Tamlin's already, you know, on his knees in front of her and he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And Lucian's like, he shoves Tamlin out the way. And he's like, yeah. grabs Feyre. And he's like, Let, let's go. Bro, but not only, yes, not only did Lucian come in and was like, enough, but all of the sentries Everybody that was in the hallway saw exactly what happened and knew that he was the cause of it. So now it's on display for everybody and nobody really like trust him. Like they're already starting not to trust him, but now they're definitely like, okay, I see why she was kidnapped, quote unquote, or so you say. No, she left because you're a dickhead. So Basically, we got past that whole part with Tamlin. The next night, the Naga came and attacked. Previously, we learned that the keys to the manor went missing. And of course, Anath took this task to heart and was like, I am the savior of you all. I warned you that the Naga were here so that we could escape with our very lives. I can't stand this bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Feyre's like, smells like bullshit, but all right. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. The next day... 
Tamlin has the sentry like kind of like strung up by the hands and legs. And he's like, this is your fault. How did you allow this to happen? You dozed off. You put everybody's life in danger. And Favor kind of slips into his mind and sees what actually happened and gets him to admit it. So he's like, no, my yeah. Lord, it was her. It was a Nath. She's the one who took the keys and gave it to them. She's the one who tried to like knock me out unconscious. And Nath is like, oh, are you really going to believe him? This is so dumb. Just whip him already. Like, and Pharaoh is like, well, I want to hear his story. And Nath is like, you would believe his words over me, your high priestess? And literally all the guards in the room were like, this funky bitch. (laughs) They were not having it. Because it's like they didn't want to see their brother in arms, you know, stripped of his rank. And honor. No, yeah. And they didn't exactly want to see him was. hurt yeah. either. So Pharaoh, when no. she's like, I want to allow him a chance to speak, they're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, give him a chance to speak. But of course, Tamlin overrides her and sides with Anath. And in that moment, mm-hmm. all of his guards turned against him. And I was like, yes! This was a very smart move on Pharaoh's part. Mm-hmm. Because what happened with that whole situation, nobody else wanted to listen. She came forth as the blessed one, as Pharaoh Cursebreaker. And she was like, but I want to listen. I want to hear. And it immediately made the Supreme Court sit there and be like, damn, our high Lord doesn't even side with us. But the woman who saved Perinthian sides with us. The woman who was a mortal and then turned into Faye. The woman who hasn't even been here that long. Sides with us. And it was literally like, I was like, that's a powerful message because you were sending these people out to be killed, to complete the, complete the, um, the curse or the prophecy or whatever. So that you could break it. They were willing to go because they believed in you. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, yeah, we're going to go for our high lord. And here you are, siding with the Nath. She's about damn so, bigger Snape than Slytherin, bitch. How do you not see this? Tamlin gives the sentries 21 lashes. Yeah. Feyre does make a show of it, too, to go to Lucian and kind of, like, turn into him so she doesn't have to watch. Yes! And I was like... Power move. Yep, power, power move. move. And that leads into chapter nine. Feyre has the trust of Tammy's sentries. Because they realize that he isn't shit. Finally. Yeah. And then later that night, Alice tells Feyre she's going back to the summer court. So what happened with the summer court where everybody got a ruby mm-hmm. in the last one? So when Alice tells Feyre, I'm going to the summer court, Feyre tells Alice, listen, don't tell Tarquin that you know me well. But Alice does say, she's like, blood rubies or no, you will always have one friend in the summer court. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, mama I know. Oh, I hope that we get to see her again. I love her. Me too. I really do. Because I really like her character. I feel like as a character who not tried to put fear in Pharaoh as a mortal, but like really wasn't, really didn't think Pharaoh was shit as a mortal kind of, to turn around and be this invested in her and like be like, well, you always have a friend in me. And we know that Mama Alice was not giving out no compliments. She wasn't giving out anything. For her to sit there and be like, well, you will always have a friend in the summer court. Like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That's Woody. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day they set out for the third crack in the wall. And this time oh everybody God. goes. <laughs> Tamlin was like, I got to keep an eye on everybody. Yes, Tammy was like, you're not going without me. And Anath was like, well, I want to go too. <laughs> everybody wants to go to keep an eye on their perspective significant other exactly so they all go and Feyre is like oh i want to share a tent with anath so we can make amends and all this other I shit killed her bitch anath woke up with a knife in her face and anath was like anath was like 
Feyre. She's like, oh, you can never be too careful when you're sleeping in a tent with an enemy. And she's like, Hybern is not your enemy. And Feyre gave her the most wicked grin. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> and they got your fucking days. I would have slit her throat. Oh, my God. I That was the best, best part <laughs> of the, the first couple of chapters for me. Swear to God. Um, so while everybody's away, the incest twins are inspecting the wall. Feyre's trying to get like more information out of them, like what exactly they're going to be doing. I do feel like she extracted this information a little bit too easily. Yeah. But I don't know if that plays into the plan that the incest twins were like working on her later. But they basically tell her about the allies that they have, where their allies are stationed, and how many that they have. So she shouts all of this like, down the bond or collects this information. Down the bond. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, all right, I've done my dirty work. Time to bounce. I'm going home. I'm going home to my baby. My baby Reese Cup. I'm out. She's winnowing every couple of miles because she can't do long distances. And then, of course, where does she end up? Not far away from a conversation that Lucian and Anath are having. Is this really a conversation, though? Because it's not. Because my man's is, he's tied up to a tree. Mm-hmm. To a tree. This bitch has him tied up with those, um, those cuffs. That they had put on Reese. She's talking to him, talking about, well, didn't you have fun at the right? We had an amazing time at the right. And he's like, no, I had to do my duty. That was an obligation. I did not enjoy that. No. And now I have a mate. So you can go on and he miss said, me. He said, I'm a mated male now. Right, I'm a mated, I'm a mated ma- male now. Miss me with that bullshit. <laughs> and so Sarah is like really struggling because she's like, I only have a limited amount of time. I need to go. But I cannot leave him to this fate. I think what, what it was was because immediately Anaith says, like, well, you don't act that way with Feyre. Like, which immediately tells Feyre, okay, so what I was doing actually worked. She really felt a certain type of way about it. And then she hears Lucian say, get off me. Don't touch me. Yes. And, like, that is what tells her, like, this oh, is not shit. okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is not okay. And she winnows over there and she's like, oh, what's up, bitch? And then they was like, oh, we were just having a conversation. She's like, no, you weren't. She slips into Nace's mind and she makes her unleash Lucian and then has this bitch slam a stone onto her hand until it's bloodied and broken and twisted in the wrong angles. So can we talk about the fact that Reese also ha- fucked up her hand the last time yes, he saw her? This I bitch know. got her hand fucked up twice. Yeah, I know. She was twice. like, mm-hmm. you will never touch anybody without their consent again. You will never never experience pleasure again. And she was like, you can see a healer, but you're not allowed to have the scars erased. Right. Because I want you to remember. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I want Do you to you remember. remember. And I was like, <laughs> the time. <laughs> and then, of course, the fucking Wonder yeah. Twins pop up out of the bushes Show and up. they saw everything. Can't win. You can't fucking win. You really can't. You take three steps forward and goddamn ten steps back, Sarah. Ten steps back. It's ridiculous. It was so annoying. What ends up happening is she gets into a fight. So they realize when they, because they're looking at her, when she left, she took Tamlin's, I don't know, they're his knives, his swords. His Illyrian fighting, which we find out those knives that he has strapped to his chest are Illyrian fighting knives that Reese told him about. So of course, Pharaoh was like, bitch, I'm taking this back to all this shit back. (laughs) You don't deserve this. Right. You don't, you don't even you always on your knees. No. One more time for the people in the back. <laughs> so ultimately, when she left, she took those with her. 
So then she ends up, when the Wonder Twins show up, her and I think Banana? Bandana. Her and the Bandana one, they end up in a fight. No, it's her and the prince that end up winnowing and fighting. <gasps> You're right. You're right. So she ends up she ends up in a winnow, winnowing fight with this dude. And Lucian is looking and he's like, Bitch, how you learn how to do that? Pharaoh. Right. He's like, that ain't the Pharaoh that left. What Damn sure fuck? isn't. So he ends up in a fight with the other twin. Yeah, I think it I think that's what happens. And then um Pharaoh realizes like she's the twins are trying to slow them down so that Tamlin will catch up to them and Jurian will catch up to them. And so she's yeah. like, okay, the only way I'm going to win against the prince is if I torture something that he loves. So she sets Bandana on fire, bro. <laughs> it was the best thing. The best thing. Because like this bitch didn't expect it. She didn't expect to be set on fire. No, she did not. So basically, in short story, Lucian and Feyre end up killing both of the twins. Thank God, because I was tired of them. Cersei and Jamie needed to go. It's been 10 chapters, and I I just, I want them out. I want them out of here. Now, can we do the same thing with the Nath? Because I really don't like that. That uh, hand thing wasn't enough for me. I need somebody to me. actually physically kill her. No, I, I even said, like, she got off way too easy. She definitely did. Another thing, a very, very important thing, the most important thing that we get out of chapter 10, is that they were slowly poisoning Feyre and Lucian. Oh, They yes. were giving them Fae, yes. what, what is it, Faze Bane, I think? Like blood bane yeah, or Yeah, it's bane. like wolf bane. It's almost like wolf bane. Yeah, it was like wolf bane, It's supposed bane, to weaken fairies. the high Fae. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why Feyre was getting all of these headaches whenever she was trying to use her power. She's so tired. So now they're almost like powerless. Yeah, so they end up being the twins and then um, immediately Lucian is like, so you're going back to Night Court. Duh. You're going back to Night Court. And she was like, She's ready to head out. She's like, yes. And he's like, well, bitch, I'm coming with you. Right. Like you said, Morgan, white on rice, white on rice. He's like, I'm coming with you. Elaine is out there. I got to go. So to get to where they have to get to because they can't winnow there properly, they are like, we're going to have to go through the autumn court. They got to do it the which, old fashioned way. Which now we know we're like, fuck. If Lucian ends up in the autumn court, Feyre end up in the autumn court, all hell going to break loose. But that's the thing. All it's like, fucking hell. It was going to happen either way because they could only go through the autumn court or the summer court. And it's fair. It's like, yeah, I'm kind of wanted in the summer in court. The summer court. <laughs> uh, we probably the conversation. Should. Bro, she's like, we, pro- we so, probably should. So I got a ruby. I got, a, I got a ruby from the summer court. I got a hit out on my name in the summer court. Let's not do that. So the autumn court it is. The yeah. autumn court it is. Right. And so they get into the autumn court, and I think they said they were traveling for like three days or whatever, until they um, find like that cave that Lucian used to um, camp in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and they stay. So that's where they end up at. Yeah, and that sorry that leads in of course, or this is chapter eleven. Yeah, I was gonna say because then we're at part two, Curse Breaker. Yes, chapter eleven. So they're talking again, and Lucian tells Feyre he didn't admit anything to Tamper again because he wanted to protect him. Again, he's a grown-ass fucking man. I don't know why, but go off, sis. And Lucian is also, I believe, just going with her to get to Elaine. I don't trust him. And Feyre's just like, it's whatever at this point. Like, I don't really trust you. I'm going to be wary about it. But yeah, you can come with me because it's better that we be together than alone. It also, like like, like you said, he's like, I, you know, my mate's in enemy hands. And like, Feyre is like... No, she's not. I never... She was like, I never made it seem... As if she wasn't safe. Exactly. Tamlin is like, am I supposed to believe you? Not Tamlin. Sorry. <laughs> Lucian is like, am I supposed to believe you? And Feyre is like, yeah. 
Yeah, believe me. That's all you can go off of right now. Exactly. Who else are you going to believe? Like, how else are you going to get to a lane? And she was also like, if I thought that they were in danger, no amount of sentries or magic or whatever could keep me in the spring court. I would have been, been Been gone to them. So my logic makes sense. They end up traveling again through the autumn court. And apparently it's like really, really long. Like it's a long stretch of land for them to get through the, um, the autumn court. They do say that the autumn court is very vivid. Yes. It's, and it's I was very, like, like, I can already imagine it, yeah. which sucks that the yeah. autumn court is so horrible because fall is my favorite season. It's, oh, also just to say, um, Lucian also makes a note of like, so they're trying to figure out the best way to get to the border, mm-hmm. I think, or like how to go to that route a route. Yeah. And Lucian makes it a point. He's like, we can't go through, um, like the lower phase lands. Like he's like, we can't go through those things. And, sh- and Feyre's like, why? And basically, um, her name was Jasminda. Jasminda was his first love and the woman who died in front of him. And he was like, they've never been the same towards me since her death. Because he was like, they trusted me with her. And basically, she died. So he's like, so they hate me. My brothers hate me. This is going to be an adventure, girl. We're we going to have to work through this together. Because right. this is like... That it's, was it's a lot. That was actually really sad. But it's also like it wasn't his fault. But he says that the lower fate believed that it was because they trusted him with her, mm. and they felt like he 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 should have did more. He should have did more to didn't. protect her. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he didn't, and so that's how they feel. And I was like, okay, Lucian, like I see you. You're not you're not making excuses. You're not blaming anybody else, even though you can mm-hmm. in this situation. You're taking responsibility for not being able to do more or not trying to do more in that situation right so i don't know for me it kind of made me sit and be like okay lucian slowly but surely slowly but surely i might be go- i might be walking up that hill again little by little so i feel like in regards to chapter 12 and 13 they also blended together it was yeah basically about like their survival going through the the winter court because when they fought off the brothers they were able to like call a little bit of their magic but, but not enough. But not enough. So they had to call a little bit of magic to distract them and then run. And they left all of their supplies in the cave. Everything. Yeah. So now they're yeah. traveling through the winter court with no food. Because the food that they had originally, too, might have been poisoned. So they got rid of that. Um, they have, like, no clothes, no boots, no nothing like that besides the shit on their back. Um, so it's just basically, like, them traveling and shit like that, talking a little bit more. Lucian trying to like make his, I don't know, what do you call it? His redemption arc or some shit like that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And then in chapter 13, the brothers find them again. And now it's like an all out brawl. Like Feyre's like, I can feel a little bit of the the winter court powers in me. I'm going to try to fight. And it's just, it's not enough. They're both still Pretty weak weak. and stuff. Yeah. But. But. but, Go ahead. But. Immediately, Feyre sees a red siphon. Like, she sees red. And we all know who's, whose color's red. We all know. Whose color's red. We all know. So she immediately sees that, and then she sees blue. And we all know who blue is. And then these colors land ah! right in, right at the, the winter court. And it's Cassian and Azrael. 
They made it. They fucking made it. Yes, they were safe. They, they were finally, healed. They made it. They finally made it. Reese was able to hear her call down the bond like a few minutes before, and they all took yes. off. Yes. They was like, bet my hot lady need me. I'm out. Right. Oh, right. So they're out there. They're kicking ass. Um, what is it? Cassian is about to completely gut Eris, who, if we remember, was supposed to uh, marry more. more. This was expected. I'm sorry. I was, Cass was ready for this because Cass was like, this has been long overdue. Mm-hmm. Long overdue. So Cass was more than ready to kill Eris. And then Pharaoh was like, stop. They stopped what they were doing. They stopped fighting because Az was ready to, Az and Lucian were beating the fuck up out of yeah, the other brothers. Out of the other brothers. <laughs> and like, Pharaoh, she's like, let them be free, but I want to go home because what she wanted was she wanted to prevent the night court going to war with the autumn court because they killed the heir of the autumn court. Exactly. And they still didn't know where the autumn court stood in regards to like what side they were going to fight on. So she's like, all right, I'm going to spare your lives. But just so that you know how badly you fucked up, she removed the glamour from her hand. She's like, I'm the high lady of the fucking night court, bitch. Eris was like, (laughs) Eris was like, there are no high ladies. There are (laughs) no. And was like, thanks. Oh my God, that line. There is now. And I was like, ooh, dude. Yes, and Lucian was dude. like, dumbfounded. Lucian Shit. was like, oh, he was like, oh my God. Oh, fuck. I had no, yes. I mean, I knew you came back and you was planning some shit, but I didn't know, my God. So when they fly out, Cassian grabs her and he flies out and Az grabs Lucian and he flies out, right? And while Az has favor in his arms in the air, like, you know, flying out. Oh, sorry, yeah, Cass. Cass is like, hello, Feyre. And like, he looks down and he's like, hello, Feyre. And she like, just hugs him. And I was like, all oh, the brother-sister relationship. He's like, I missed you too. I missed you too. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, okay. All right. So now we can go to more. Okay. Now we can go to more. <laughs> yeah. They go and meet can... more on the border, I think, of the Winter Court and the Night Court. Or no, no, no. The Winter Court yeah. and whatever court that is. Yes. Um, they meet on the border. And so, of course, Feyre and more have their whole big reunion. And... Moore is like, let's go home. And Feyre is very careful. She's like, which home? She she was smart because of mm-hmm. Lucian. So she was extremely smart. Exactly. Moore basically like told her, like, if you trust him, then we trust him. And they, they end up winnowing to their home, the, the, the townhouse. Yeah. And that's where we end. Like Ashley said, the first 13 chapters, I did not feel like we're slow at all. No, it was, a, it was definitely high speed. Yes. It was. Yeah. But I will I will say this, though. I expected her to be at the spring court a little longer. I did, too. But I'm glad that she wasn't because I was like, I really don't fucking want to read about tambourine. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. But, okay, this is how I pictured these couple of chapters to go. I expected her to still be at the spring court being a spy and getting a little more information, breaking Tamlin a little more. Do you know what I mean? Like, but did you? Catch that's it? what I was expecting. It didn't take much. <laughs> no, it really didn't. No, she was like, "Damn, this went quicker than I anticipated." <laughs> I could still make it home for dinner. She was like, "She's like, baby, I'll be home in no time." Like, that's basically what she told that me. Ass. Like, she was like, "Damn, y'all was weak in the knees. Just wait for somebody to take you out." <laughs> Yo, no, seriously. But I did. I expected, like I said, I expected her to break Tamlin a little more. I didn't. I didn't realize it was gonna be that easy. Then I also, I also expected her and Lucian to either have a severe falling out 
because of his side eye in her and being like, oh, you laying that on a little too thick. Like, there's something wrong. Or I expected her to have more of a heart-to-heart with Lucian, especially because he's Elaine's mate. And I figured, okay, him being Elaine's mate, that means he's going to be in Favor's life forever, for a while. I feel like the falling out is coming because of being mated with Elaine. Mm, I think it's I definitely that. coming down the line. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know when, but I feel like that's going to happen. Because at some point, I feel like he's going to try to take Elaine and run. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I didn't think he would try to like and snatch that's why Elaine like, away. I, no. Yeah, this whole time they're trying to build his redemption arc. But I'm like, that was a little too easy. And I still don't mm-hmm. trust him. Yeah. I feel like the fact that she and Lucian killed Hybron's niece and nephew. Oh, bitch. Lucian, ain't, he ain't going to be able to go back to no spring court. He's, he's stuck. He can't go back to the autumn court because his, his, his brothers want him dead. I feel like Lucian is stuck in the night court, honestly. I think he's he going to be, be stuck. But that might be the best thing for him, honestly. And yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that. I just need Me to either. learn how to trust him more. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So we'll see if that actually happens. Happens. I know. Yeah. We'll see if that's act- if that actually goes down. Yeah. We don't have to end up fucking hating him and coming up with a name for him. I'm slowly making my way back up this hill. I'm slowly making my way back up this hill. (laughs) Ashley died on the hill. I died. (laughs) And I rolled down it. Ashley rolled down that goddamn hill. Now I'm slowly making my way back up to defend (laughs) Lucian hard. Trying to put the flag back on top of the hill. Bitch, shut up. Trying to do it. Trying to do it. I hate you. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to read the next couple chapters because I want to see where it goes. I want to see yeah. Reese and Favor of re, you know, reunion. Reunite. I want to read that. Yeah. I want to see, okay, now that we have the information that we got about what King Hybrid and them are planning, what are our next moves? Because mm-hmm. we can't do what we did last time where Cassian's brute force and ironclad will and run into this shit. Oh, you know what bitch. I mean? Like, we can't be doing that again. Like, we can't do that again. Mistakes, please. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> Please. Yeah. And also, will Nesta have her revenge on King Hybrid due to her finger? Because right, I really want will. that. You know she I really will. want that. Now, whether I it's really going to happen do. in this book or down the line, don't know. But she's I really definitely going to have her. <laughs> Nesta's revenge. That needs to be on a t shirt, too. That, too. Nesta's like a revenge. rock band. Yes. <laughs> Nesta is in for way more than her two sisters. I guarantee. You. Oh, absolutely. But I really, really. I really, really want, I really want to see if she does get to get, if she does get to have her revenge with King Hybron, if she's able to do, if she, even if she's able to cripple him in some way, th- that would even be acceptable. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just want Nesta to have that moment because she was so, her finger, her shit, like she was so the Hellcat. You know what I mean? Like the Hellcat. I just want her to have her moment. So you guys were coming out with a Pirrell, uh... The mated male and the Hellcat and Nestor's Revenge. Facts. The Hellcat of Nestor's Revenge. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, Tambourine's going to be on a shirt or a cap at some point. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But yeah, be on the lookout for that apparel. Um, The next chapters that we're going to read are chapters 14 through 25. And then we will be back again to dish and discuss and come up with lots of fun names for the people that we hate. So with that, 
I'd like to say, please follow us on all social medias. Yes, please follow us on social media. Our tags for Instagram and TikTok are at YA at Heart Podcast. Don't bother with Twitter. We don't use it. Uh, <laughs> just, just don't. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. Um, but with that, I want to say follow us on all social medias. We had an amazing time this time. Hope you guys did too. And we love you guys. Always stay YA at Heart. Bye. Bye.